0: morning. Welcome to the Barnes Sunday Morning Services. Exploring your faith hour. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. And good morning to everybody here. Good morning. Good morning. If you want to call in, folks, you can. The number is uh, on the screen there. So feel free to call in with any questions or comments that you may have. Even if you disagree, I want to hear from you. All right. Um, do you guys real- and ladies realize it is... Uh, This is November already. Isn't that something? We just had a November. (laughs) I saw uh, on my street, some people have already put up Christmas lights. And they were up before Thanksgiving. Oh, we haven't even had Thanksgiving, So they're up already. And I'm like, wow, what a rush. Uh, And this year, I'm looking forward to the end of it because I can't wait to get some good responses from you guys. Uh, what's the theme for this here, Marcus?
1: Oh, I forgot. Sorry.
0: <laughs> you forgot the theme?
1: Yeah, I forgot.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, no. What's the theme? Me? No, you.
2: We, uh, Renewing the spirit from within or remolding the mind from within. What? Something like that.
0: <laughs> but yeah, renewing, renewing your mind uh, from within. You do realize that this is the end of the year, right? Right. And it hasn't happened since January if you don't remember
2: what it is. No, I mean, no, I think that's what it is. What? What I just said. What'd you say? Renewing the mind from within. You think so? Yeah. You're not sure? No, I'm positive. Yes,
0: that is it. Did you guess at it?
2: No, I didn't. I mean, oh. I, 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 at first it didn't come to mind. Right. But then it, it didn't take much, and then I remembered.
0: Has that been happening to you this year? Uh,
2: uh. <laughs> it's hard for me to say. Let me know then. I don't know, honestly. I, I. I do not want to say no. Why not? I do not want to say no, but it's it's hard for me to say. Wow! And why don't you want to say no? Because uh, that's it, interesting, actually. Why I don't want to. I say can't no. hear you. I said that's interesting. I, why I do not want to say no? <laughs> now, I don't know. Uh, you know, I mean that's that would be the best answer at this point. I don't know. Okay. What's the theme for this year? Way in the back.
0: You got to go to it, tomorrow. Oh, you standing there? Oh, okay. I'm sorry, run okay. What's the thing for this year?
3: Renewing the mind from within.
0: Ha- so, have you been? Has that been happening this year for you? Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry.
3: You heard me Jessica. i was just realizing that I was thinking about something was not happening in my life, and I, and I said. You know, I said I'm disappointed that so-and-so is happening or not happening, whatever it was. And I was like, well, I must have some expectations about it, but I really can't take my eyes off myself. I have to go back in and work on myself. Whatever's happening, everything else will change around me just as I'm looking at myself.
0: Oh, good. The subject today is uh, what's your purpose for Believing there is a heaven and a hell. A lot of people, how many people believe that there is a heaven and hell? Everybody but two people. All right, I see y'all, uh, Some of these folks will see you down there. <laughs> you don't believe there is a heaven and hell. What?
4: I said I didn't believe it. I didn't say I did not believe
0: it. Do but... you believe there is a heaven and hell?
4: I don't know if there's such a thing or a, a, a heaven or a hell. I, I don't know. I have no way. Nobody's come back to tell me whether there's a heaven or a
0: hell. Well, a lot of folks are coming back from heaven. Really? Yeah. You know, sir? They, you know, you <laughs> see it on TV and <laughs> stuff, when oh. people die and they go to heaven and come back.
4: Yeah, but that's television,
0: man. That's oh, you don't reality. mean that? That's not a reality. Oh, how, What would it take for you to believe that a person actually died and went to hell or heaven and came back? I'd have to see them. You have to see what? I'd have to see those people. They have something to validate that they.
5: But you see them on the TV when talking
0: about it, and being interviewed about it. Who? Different people. I've never seen that before. Oh, you have never seen it? No. Oh, you know? I watch thought you much. were talking
4: about just television, television. No, like doing yeah. interviews and things like that. Oh no, I've never seen that. Uh, okay. Um, I've heard of people saying that they they were in the hospital and they you know they were like in. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, coma. Like
0: when, a coma. Yeah. yeah a
4: coma. Yeah. And then they left seen, their bodies. And they left, yeah, and they've seen certain things.
0: And they went to heaven. They saw the light.
4: Well, they didn't say all that. Oh,
0: you yeah, have not seen I've, that. I've not oh, seen okay. It, you know? Yeah, I've it's seen just,
4: that. People have different experiences, you know.
0: Oh, okay.
4: Yeah. I, I mean, I want to believe that there is yes, but I, I have no way to. Oh,
0: okay. You know. So all your life you never really believed that there is a heaven or hell. You just thought. Um I don't know. For sure. Yeah, I, I don't. don't oh. No, for sure. I don't think anybody really does. Okay. You believe that there's a heaven and a hell? Yes. And why do you believe that?
6: Because there's good and evil. I'm sorry. There's good and evil.
0: You believe that there's a heaven and a hell because yes. there's good, good and, and evil. evil. Yes. And um what does that have to do with heaven or hell?
6: Well, the good is let you know that there's no pressure, there's no there's something good's going on within and without. And evil means if you have evil within you, there's a a, 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 a decay that's going on within and without.
0: And so when you die, you're gonna to go to one of those places?
6: I don't know where I'm gonna go when I die. I never got to that thought because uh, um, uh, nobody ever went there and came back and told me anything.
0: You must've hanging out with him. A lot of people say that nowadays.
6: Yeah, well, I always did believe that, but because uh, <clears throat> to me, sometimes if you can't, if I can't see it, then I can't believe it. But I do have faith that something uh, that's evil, you know, in the
0: world and in me. So when you die, where have you thought about where you would go? What would happen to you? Will you go to hell or yeah, heaven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've thought about you if you would go to one of those places or not?
6: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah.
0: Okay.
6: And uh, like I said, with me, I you know, I like to do good for myself as well as others. But uh, I think we get paid in on Earth more than we do before we leave here. I think that determines where we go, what we do here.
0: Why do you think that?
6: Because if the good in me, uh, 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 and I see the Holy Spirit helping me through things, then I believe that is a heaven. And if there's evil, which I've done evil before, it's just like it, it, it's a burden that is hard to carry. And I believe that is hell here on earth with me in me. So, when I die, I think I go somewhere other than what I've done on earth.
0: And that's going to be hell or heaven? Yeah. I don't know yet. No, might I'm saying be You believe it will be one of those places? Yeah, right. Hell or heaven? Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, how about you? You believe there's a hell or heaven?
3: Um, I... I believe there's, for some reason, I believe there's a heaven more than there's a hell.
0: Oh, you do, and why is that?
3: Um, I'm not really sure. I think because I know more about. Well, I don't re- even know that much about the Bible, but, um. But I feel like I know more about God than the devil, or I, I don't. Know. I, I oh, okay. Like I imagine heaven more than. I imagine what heaven looks like more than what hell right. would be, or where it would be.
0: <clears throat> and so you know more about God or heaven than you do about the devil or hell. And how do you? How did you find out about God and not about hell or heaven? I mean, or Satan. Um,
3: just through the Bible, you know, through people, the Bible.
0: Then people talk about God more so than Satan. Yeah. Oh, okay. You you don't read the
1: Bible.
3: Every once in a while, I do. And why is that? I just honestly, I haven't made time for it. Uh, well, when I have read it, it's it's difficult sometimes for me to understand. So. Oh,
0: okay.
3: So that makes it frustrating.
0: It makes it frustrating to read it.
3: Sometimes,
0: oh, okay. yeah. I understand. Uh, you say you believe there is a heaven or hell. Yes. And and why do you need to believe
7: that? It just makes sense that there's a a home for, you know, good spirits and there's a home for bad spirits. It makes sense? For evil spirits, I mean. In what way does it make sense? Well, we have a home right now. We're we're living in our body. It's like our home. And so Jesus also promised, uh, you know, that he would prepare our home for us.
0: What would you do if there is no heaven or hell?
7: Then I would uh, seek out Jesus and ask him why he lied.
0: <laughs> so you just read it and that's why you believe it? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. You read it and you believed it because you read it? Yes. Oh, okay. All right, how about you? Right here. You believe that too, there
1: is a heaven or hell? No. I don't know. You don't know? No, I don't know. And why is that? I don't know. I I just don't know. Um You don't know if they exist? Um no, I don't know that they I don't know I don't know if it exists or not, no. Were you taught that it existed? Yeah. And and did you believe it when you were taught? No, I didn't believe I, I yeah, I guess I could say I, I subscribe to it. But I didn't, you know. But now I, 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 just don't, you know. I don't entertain it. I, I don't. Even, I haven't entertained that, you know, in a while. So I, I really don't. A little loud. I can't hear you. I really don't know.
0: You really don't know. No. And where
1: did you know that you didn't know? Um. I, I don't know. Just. I, you know i didn't think about it until right now until you asked me until you brought it up
0: so because, not, you because you know don't really I have think...
1: always, i've always i' thought about it, but then you know uh lately a lot of things um you know a lot of things have been happening where it's it, i've been um, i don't know i've been just
0: a little loud for me mark talking
1: here. I'm not saying a nothing more that's why to it. I'm sorry? Uh, it's because I'm not saying I'm not saying anything. <laughs> oh <laughs> okay. You're so you just have
0: been thinking about it in a while. But you were taught that it was and you believed it when you
1: were taught that. Yeah.
0: Okay. I say that.
1: And now that I've asked the
0: question, you think, well, I don't know for sure.
1: No, I don't know for sure because uh you know, the every time I turn around it's like anything that I that you I think most of the things that I, the, these ideas and those concepts, like good and evil and stuff like that, come up, they're mostly like in my head. And then they're, um, I really don't, I really don't know really. Oh, okay. I don't know what to say about that because I, I, I'm not sure that that's important right now.
0: I'm surprised at this response. How about you in the back? You believe there is a
5: heaven and a hell. Yes, I do. And why do you believe that? Because it makes sense to me. And what, why is that? Um, if uh, if you read the Bible, uh, it says that death is a form of sleep. And uh, if you ever have gone to sleep angry, you uh, may have experienced uh, the nightmarish uh, experiences that you may have had. And uh, I think that uh, uh, that when a person dies and is very angry or has, uh, wasn't able to rid himself of all of the, uh, that negative energy, that it will uh, put him in a, in, in, a, in a very dark place where he will experience uh, nightmarish uh, type of uh, uh, sceneries and, and experiences. And, uh, and, and the opposite, if a person uh, is pure and leaves the earth without a trace of it, um, I do believe that there's a place, as promised by Jesus, that, uh, that there's many mansions in, and uh, that all makes sense to me.
0: Uh, so you read it and that's why it makes sense?
5: Uh, I read it and, and uh, it's, a, it's a, a little bit of intuition that, that, uh, that it makes sense to me. Uh-huh. I can't tell you that I'm uh, 100% sure beyond a doubt, but uh, I, I'm pretty sure that uh, there is a heaven and there is a hell. Now, whether uh, hell is permanent is, is the question that, that, uh, uh, that I, I don't think so.
0: You think heaven is permanent? Yes. You do. Why yes. do you think heaven is but not hell?
5: Because I don't think a loving father, given the fact that, uh, that sin is compulsory and that we, in fact, are not um, 100% responsible or, or for, for uh, salvation... That he will cast his son in eternal uh, damnation, because he was in the, uh, unable, or the grips of, of evil had so much a hold of him in this lifetime, that huh. uh, he would that he, he would uh, let him um, uh, suffer forever.
0: Well, then, this loving father you're talking about, yes. why would he let you suffer all your life while you live?
5: Um, I think that uh, uh huh, yeah. Yeah, but people don't necessarily... There's very few people that suffer all their life while they live.
0: No, I'm just saying, this loving Father, why would he allow you to suffer all of your life while you live if he's so loving? But he won't let you suffer in hell the rest of your life.
5: I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think that, uh, uh, that everybody's given an opportunity to, to come out of that suffering. And... Uh, um, I know, but you said you believe that you don't think heaven is eternal... But
0: you think heaven is. Yes. And the reason you don't think, I mean, you don't think hell is eternal. And the reason you think hell is not because of this loving father. But yet, while you walk this earth, he will let you suffer the rest of your life until you put your feet in the grave.
5: Well, if you're you're talking to an individual. If he's so
0: loving, why would he let you suffer while you
5: live on earth? I don't. I don't know the, the answer to that. Only that, that I, I can say is that uh, you you maybe have not learned um, well, the 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 lesson of why you're suffering, and it's not necessarily, um, you know, his his uh, his doing that you're suffering. So uh, why would I hold him responsible for allowing me to suffer if it's not, if he's not causing it? Oh, so I don't. I, I, I don't know if. Uh, but that that's that's a good question. I haven't really.
0: Uh, I hear uh, people say that all the time. Well, I don't think a loving father. I don't believe that's a hell because I don't think a loving father like God will let you go to hell and just suffer the rest of your life. Right. But those same people are suffering right here on earth with your eyes open. And so if he's so loving, and I'm not saying he's not, I'm just saying, it sound, and I'm not knocking what you said, but it just sounds so nice when you say that. Well, I don't think a loving father would let me go to hell. But you're in hell right now. And the same loving father is allowing that to happen. So how come we switch from the heaven thing, you know, a loving father won't let us go to hell, but a loving father will let us suffer on earth, and suffering is hell. Don't you think?
5: Yes, uh, but uh, I think that uh, the reason I say that heaven is permanent is uh, because, uh, because uh, once, once uh, according to the teachings of Jesus, once you, you, you cross over to eternal uh, uh, salvation... There is, no more, uh, there is no more suffering. There's, there's no more. And but I
0: also heard that the folks in hell crying out for ice water, water. too. Right. So they're suffering. Right. Yeah. I, 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 so I, they but, crossed over to something.
5: Right. Yeah, but uh, uh, I, I don't. I, there's many references uh, in the Bible. There's some references in the Bible. See, I haven't, and I'm going to be 100% honest uh, with you right now. I haven't completely ruled out the, the, the possibility of reincarnation. I'm, I'm telling you that I know that there's that uh, that that, uh, uh, that this is a little controversial, but I haven't yet um, ruled that out as a possibility. Oh, to so me, you to think me that, that also we'll, makes sense?
0: You think when we die, we'll come back again?
5: I think that that possible. Yes.
0: Oh, Okay, we had that discussion this week right. on the radio. I, I
5: wasn't here. I know. I know. Here, but I, I, I mean, on the radio. We yeah. Do. I don't know. I haven't so ruled that out as a possibility. I don't know. Right. Right.
0: Okay. One that, Patrick, what do you think? You believe there's a heaven or hell? Uh,
5: yeah, I, I heard it. I read it.
0: I believed it. And what, <laughs> <and> <laughs> so, so you believe it because you heard it and you read it. Right. That's, what good is that doing you?
8: Sounds good to say in church.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Help us, Lord. And this is the smartest white man on this side of heaven. <laughs> Uh, Yes, sir. Go ahead.
7: You know, when you um, asked me if, because I read it, I believed it, you know, in my life I've had plenty of opportunity to, you know, come full circle and, go, and, and doubt has been presented to me, well, you know, by atheists or Christians who've fallen away. Um, I've read about Buddha and, you know, all these other, a few of these other religions. Um, so I've had the opportunity to disbelieve, to drop what I was taught as a child, and I haven't. Right. You know? So um, it's not just I read everything, I mean, I, read, I believe everything I read. It's How has it
0: impacted your life to believe that there is a heaven or a hell? What has that done for you and the way that you live?
7: I'm sure many of the effects I don't see, many of the good effects I don't see, but um, from what I have seen it's kind of kept me, um, it's, it's given me an understanding that um, I guess it's kept me from worse. Because believing like that, I said I don't see much of the protection that's, that's been afforded to me.
0: Uh, so believing that there's a heaven and a hell have kept you kind of living pretty decently, whereas if you didn't believe that, you may go out of control.
7: Yeah, and it's it's been able to, um, um, I mean, from more than just what I've read, but it, uh, the, re- the repentance and the ability to, you know, um, or I heard the hope of change. Uh-huh. You know, uh, That's amazing. keeps me kind of in the game.
0: Patrick, this thing same for you? Knowing that there's a heaven and hell hasn't it the way you live at all?
8: Uh, I'd like to say it did at some point, but if I look back on how I lived it didn't seem to have any actual impact on that. Right. I, I don't think of it day to day now and I don't see it. Maybe there's an impact that I don't see, but I don't see it right now.
0: Okay. I was talking to some people over this, during this weekend, that's why I asked this, about heaven and hell. Well, I wasn't necessarily talking to them about it, but they were suffering a lot. They were going through a lot. For example, I talked to a woman by phone out in um, Indiana. And my, one of my brothers had called me up and said, hey, Pachi, I want you to talk to this woman. I just met her. She looked like Halle Berry. You got to talk to her, right? So I called, you know, they called me up. And the woman was on the phone, and she was drunk. You know, Halle Berry-looking woman was drunk. <laughs> and uh, so we talked, it, I couldn't understand anything she was saying. She was so drunk. And then a week or two later, they called me again. It was like the middle of the day, and they were drunk again, both of them, right? And so I said to the woman, I said, you know, if you, if you stop hating yourself and hating your parents, that you will feel better, and you don't have to be drunk you would feel much better about yourself. And the woman just broke down. She was drunk, but she broke down and, and, you know, really started crying and stuff like that. And she said to me, well, I don't think I hate my parents anymore. I just, I hate myself. Uh, I hate myself. And I never knew that that's what it meant. You know, that's why I'm doing this, because I have this hatred for myself. And uh, she... um, she was doing it because she she wanted to live right because she wanted to go to heaven, and and but she wasn't living right, so the guilt of not living right made her trip out, you know, because she's sinning and not going to go to heaven if she wanted to go to heaven. So this idea about going to heaven or hell make a lot of people want to live right, and hope that they will uh, get to heaven. And the woman texted me yesterday and yesterday morning I got this text from her, and she said that. Uh, forgiveness brings on wisdom. Uh, And so I called her up because I didn't really know who it was. I forgot I had spoken to her. And she told me that ever since I told her she needed to forgive herself, she's been getting wisdom. And it just feels like heaven right now to her. Isn't that something? And so instead of trying to wait to get to heaven, she's already experiencing it right now. And then she told me... uh, that she had moved in one of her sister's apartment or something and my sister's so mean but I moved in there anyway she's so mean she's my older sister and I said look just be grateful that she's given you a place to live because now you're starting to come out of your hell and that even if your sister is mean or talking mean to you don't judge her just forgive her because you may be a burden to her or something she may not know how to handle this and she's like oh yeah that's right And right away, she was able to see. And so my thing is, instead of waiting for heaven, because a lot of people are trying to live right and hope to go to heaven, but it's not working so they feel bad about themselves, and they're living in hell, you know, right now on earth. But if you don't, if you live right because it's the right thing to do, you seek God first, and you want to do it because it's the right thing to do, then whatever God will is going to work out for you anyway. But if you have a mindset that I'm going to go to hell or I'm going to go to heaven, then life becomes a struggle. And if you mess up, whatever mess up is, if you mess up, you're going to judge your own self for that. And we have been taught, because I hear a lot of the Christians who, you know, quote the scriptures and stuff, we have been taught that, uh, you know, you're not going to get into heaven if you sin. And that's probably true. But that's not what our folks should be thinking about. We should have hope and faith that when you do die, that God will allow you in. You know, you hope he sees you that way. But it's not. it should not be a mental thing about going to hell or heaven. Because like some of you have said, you really don't know for sure. You've read it. And what I've learned and what I've realized is that Reading it and believing it is not believing it. You know, you read, there's a hell, there's a heaven. Okay, I believe it. My parents said, there's a hell, there's a heaven. Okay, I believe it. But it really doesn't change anything because it's not real faith. It's not a real belief. It's an intellectual belief, and that brings on a struggle in life as well. And I say that because we, what I come to realize is that nothing... And you can disagree with me on this. I'm open for it. But nothing that you think of is from God. There's nothing that you think is from him. You have never had a God thought. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Isn't that amazing? I was at the barbershop the other day and uh, there's this kid that worked in the barber shop, a little Mexican kid. And he looked like he about, I think he is 13 or 14, cleaning up the barber, you know, picking up the hairs and stuff. And I've seen him there for a couple months. And so for some reason, one day I was in the barber. The other day I was at the barber shop, three or four weeks ago now. And he just came and sat next to me and, and just started talking. And so I asked him, how are you doing? he said, well, I'm all right. I'm not happy, but I'm all right. And, you know, I asked him, why are you not happy? He said, because his mother married some other guy, and he fight with the guy, and and then he's fighting with his mother because she doesn't want him to fight with her husband. And there's a little kid, and he's just so unhappy. And he said, now he's staying with his cousin, and he just can't, he's just unhappy. He's not really happy. Uh, So I told him, I said, you know, you're right in that your parents are crazy. Your mother's a psycho, and so is this man, this stepfather. (laughs) You're right in what you see, but for you to be happy and for you not to become like that, you're going to have to not hold it against them. Just realize they can't help it. Your mother didn't have you just to hate you or bring on problems to you. She loved you, but she doesn't know how to love you. She's looking for love. I kind of explained everything to him. This guy just lit up. And then I... uh, When I uh, got ready to leave the barbershop, he came outside and gave me his cell number after mine. Uh, Can I call you if I need to talk? I'm like, yeah, sure. Just give me a buzz. And when I went back the other day, he ran to the door and met me. He was bright and smiling. And he said, I have not been mad since the last time I saw you. That had been like two weeks before because now I realize that I need to just not be mad at my parents. Don't be mad about anything. And the guy was like lit up just like that that's heaven right there that's what heaven is when you're free from believing lies in life and, and 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 being mad about things in life then you are in heaven you start to grow then I, I, heaven is here and now heaven is within and I don't know if God wants us to focus on trying to get there but he wants us to be the way we need to be now so he can live through us and show the lost where heaven is. Everything we're looking for is uh, inside of us. But we have been so brainwashed and dumbed down and uh, demoralized with intellectual words and teaching that we're so far away from it. That's why I say everything that we think that we think of is all wrong. It's not the mind of God at all. And that's why it's not working. But people trust their intellect more than they trust God himself. People trust what they read. They'll read the Bible like this thing said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Now, intellectually, yeah, I believe that. Right? But that kind of belief don't get you anywhere. And the reason I know that because there's another way of believing, and you look at the world. The world is going to hell in a handbasket. It's like falling apart. 80% of the folks say that they believe in God. Now, we believe in God, and we believe all things, that I I can do all things through God. Why are we doing all things? Because the belief that we have is not a true belief. It's not a belief of power and authority. It's no different than the children of Satan and what they believe and we, with that, we restrained ourselves a little bit, but we're still not in control because we're destroying our children, our families, our, we hate our enemies, and all kind of stuff because you don't have the right belief. So your mindset is set on things that it should not even be bothered with. Not one iota. Yes, sir. Did I see your hand, too? Okay.
7: Yeah, you know, you mentioned we shouldn't be um, um, thinking of those things. Um, you know, like you can either think of what to wear, what to do, what entertainment to have, or you can think of other things, more spiritual things, you know, the things, the things that, uh, you know, that the prophets in Christ talked about. But now you're saying, you know, we shouldn't even be thinking of those things. Right. How do you not think of one of those or the other? I mean, it's like it comes to you and then you start to think about it.
0: You should not think of them in your mind. They should be revealed to you. Because, okay, I'm not going to think of bad things, so I'm just going to think of, I'm going to think of God. I'm going to think of good. That's not going to do you any good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to think of, treat my my neighbors right. You know, I'm going to think, and you're going to go nuts thinking that way because you're going to make all the wrong decisions. Uh, The things of God is revealed to you as you are seeking him and waking up. And God's, uh, I I interviewed this homosexual, ex-homosexual this week, a black guy, and according to him, he was taught all his life that he was a, a homosexual because he was a feminine boy. He grew up feminine, right? And so everybody around him said, you're a homosexual. And then he also said that he felt, you know, he felt like a woman, but he knew he was not a woman, and he became confused. And he ended up, you know, getting into that lifestyle, but he still knew that it was wrong. And so he asked God, he said to God, you know, God, I know this is wrong. I can't get out of it. It's up to you. You know, you have to show me or take me out of it. And God took him out of it now he can absolutely he know for sure that um, that it is not normal, but he stopped struggling with it and stopped judging himself so that he can overcome it and he said even though he's still getting the temptation sometimes he can see how to overcome the temptation, and not give in to it and he start he said that he start realizing things and that's what happens once you really repent and give up, once you give up judging everything and being mad about everything and hating yourself and hating others, you start to realize things and that's the mindset that we should have. We should live a life of realization and not a life of thinking. Because nothing that you think of is true. And it only brings destruction. And most people don't get the realization because they trust this more than they trust anything else. And they they don't get away from it. They never realize life. You can really live a life of realization. And people are like, well, if I don't think, how am I going to survive? God is there, and his ways, his thoughts are greater than the the thoughts of the mind. You must live by observation. And we did that somewhat as children. Kids realized things. They weren't into all this thinking. And they live right for now, not yesterday, not tomorrow, right now. If they ask a question, they want the answer now. And and sometimes parents say, oh, I'll tell you about it later. Why not now? Because that's all they can see is right now. And that's how we should live too, right now and not later. Because later thinking and past thinking, all that stuff messes you up. You can't even be friendly when you live that way. Someone make a joke about you, you're mad, even if the joke is true. I was hanging out with, and I'm not, you don't know these people, so don't try to guess. They live way over yonder. (laughs) The other night, I was hanging out with some friends, and I was teasing the, the wife about how fat she is. And we had so much fun with her fat, and we laughed, and she was talking about how fine I was, right? (laughs) Wow. <laughs> but to me, that I had so much fun because we could just play and tease and be friends and not hold grudges, and, but most people you can't live like that with because their minds are working. They're, feel, they're feeling judged, and, and uh, you're making me feel bad. You know, And that's crazy. I'm not responsible for the way you feel, just like you're not responsible for the way I feel. But if you are not living by revelation, you're taking everything so seriously. You can't even play. You have a fight with someone. You know, we talked about love, and one aspect about love is not remembering the offense. You offend somebody now, they're taken to the grave. They remember it so you can never be friends again. You can never have fun again because they always remember, when well, you made me feel this way. That's not heaven. That's hell. I wouldn't be worried about is there a location for heaven or hell? I would try to take it if experience heaven right now because it is possible. It really is. Yes. Did you Yeah, I noticed
4: that uh sometimes when you uh you realize something, it seemed like right away the thoughts come in and uh uh then you start thinking. Or yes. You, you, uh, you can but, see something, and then uh, the thoughts rush in and, and start uh, talking in your head. That's it does,
0: because it doesn't want that seed to grow. And so he'll come in and try to deceive you to make you deviate from it, look at that rather than uh, stand with revelation. Because once you start to really, once you enter into the kingdom of revelation, of love, once you really enter into the light, the thought lose power over you then. They could come and tempt you, but they have no power, no influence, because what they do is influence you to believe in them. They get you to think in it, get you to feel it, and it's over if you don't see what's going on. There are so many unhappy people unnecessarily because they they believe what they think. They believe what they feel. So the more you grow in revelation, the less authority it has over you. You'll just see it, but and it's God who will allow you to see it, but it has no power. None at all. Another thing I realize about life, everything I've gone through in life, I needed that. Or let's see I need it. I don't know if I need, yeah, I need it. I didn't it happened to wake me up. But I used to think that it was personal, you know. Because in life, you know how we label everything? Everything is good. Everything is bad. This group of stuff is good. This, this group of things are, these group of things are bad. And so if somebody offended me or did something to me, it was in the category of bad. And so my life was based on judging from that category. Because, you know, if a person is a liar, I hate the liar. You know, because I've been told a liar is a bad person. Or if the person is an alcoholic, or oh, that's just an old drunk. But if the person is not an alcoholic, that's a good sober person. But most of the time, the sober person is worse than the alcoholic. <laughs> you trust the sober person, you going to get screwed. Oh, I can't say screwed, huh? <laughs> well, you know what I mean. And so what it is, because we have labored everything, we end up making decisions on that, and we're trusting the wrong things. We're mad about the wrong things. It's a mess. And, the, and society has labored everything for us. I know, for example, the homosexual that was on my show, different people say, oh, so he's just old homosexual. He's still one. Don't believe him. You know, that kind of stuff. I'm like, are you crazy? But the alcoholic, they'll trust the alcoholic more than so they would the homosexual because the homosexuality has been made to be worse than any other sin. But God said all sin is sin, and anyone who don't have perfect love, you might as well be sinning, because it's all bad if you don't have love, right? But we have been told these things are bad, these things are good, and we learn those things, and they're keeping us back in life. I have a good friend of mine who uh, will always judge himself. I have a lot of friends, right? So-called friends. Friends until I, I make them mad. <laughs> and they will like, always judge themselves. It was based on what they've been taught, and the mind plays with that and makes you feel the guilt, and now you think that that's who you are. But I noticed now that they have stopped doing that, it's like paradise. I, this person has changed because they are not making decisions based on what they have learned they're not making decisions based on what they think and feel. And so now they're free because they're not judging themselves. And then if Satan does come and tempt them with that old judgment, they see it now and able to let it go and not hold on to it. That's what happens when we wake up. What we really need to do is wake up. Wake up spiritually. God said we should be, have a spiritual mind, the mind of God. But most people don't have that. If you ever, 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 ever wake up to it, it is something else. It really is. You will become childlike in that you trust him all the way. And then you grow and you grow and you get better. I love it. And it's there for all. I have no grudges against anyone. And the reason I don't, because God has given me love and I'm grateful for that because, you know, I don't understand why he did it, but he did it. And I know how I am, right? Whether or not me is. And so I think, you know, I can see that that's what other people are dealing with too. If people could do better, they would do better. And who are we that we hold this stuff against ourselves and against others? You're never going to have happiness like that. You must abandon everything that you've learned. And nothing that you think is true. Yes, sir.
5: Um, uh, Just shifting a little bit gears here. Same same topic. Uh, I recall a reading um, in in, in the scripture when Jesus was asked about the the hereafter, and Jesus uh, said.
0: Pull back just a little bit.
5: And uh, and Jesus said, uh, many will come from the four corners of the earth to to dine at the table with Abraham and all the prophets only to be thrust out uh, and there'll be weeping and gashing and gnashing of teeth. Right. Now, um, so, when a person who is making progress um, towards um, this perfection that that Jesus talks about that we must all strive to be there for, uh, but dies before that happens. and. You know and we are told that in order uh you know to uh pretty much merit heaven, I don't know if that's the right word you have to pretty much achieve it here so to me um to me that that who told you that you have to achieve it here you but and that's not necessarily you're saying heaven is to be heaven is to be achieved here, not to look forward to experiencing it no
0: at, what I'm saying is. I wouldn't wait for that. Right. That while you live, you could have it now. Right. You know how God said, be in the world but not of it? Yes. If you were to let go of everything that you've been taught and and, and forgive, stop judging yourself and other people, you could live heaven right now because heaven is with us. It's already inside of us. It's already at hand. And uh, hell has been conquered by Christ. Just think about this. God loves us so much that he decided that, you know, he looked down and saw that the folks he had created were suffering. They were doing into all kinds of stuff, suffering. And he didn't want that to be. So he created this guy called Jesus and put his spirit in him and said, look, I'm going to send you down there so that these people can have a way out. And not only am I going to do that, I'm going to send you to hell so that you could conquer death over them, so that death would no longer have control over their lives. They would have the power over death. And so he sent this guy down, he did all those things, and we are free from it, but because we've been brainwashed and dumbed down and deceived, most people are living as though those things has never happened. They act like those things have never happened. When those things are really, really everything has changed, and we really are free. We don't have to worry about hell. We don't have to worry about heaven. We need to experience it now while we live so as many people watching us or coming to our world can also discover it within themselves. But we're so worried about it and tripping and taking things personally that you're not that, that example for others because you don't really know for sure that you're free. And that's where the problem is. We are really free. There's no need to be mad. There's no need to worry. There's no need to be uh, uh, into books and things, trying to build the intellect. There's no need to doubt. There's no need to fear death. You only have to live. All that is required of us is to live. But the problem is, we got to dump all this stuff that we've been told and trained and taught. And a lot of people don't know how to sit still and let that stuff go. They're not committed to that. They'll try for a little while. Oh, I'm boring. Nothing's happening. But we've been dumped on. And now we're dumping on to others. We are free, folks. Absolute free. Isn't that nice? But you're not going to get it the way you think you're going to get it. You get it by letting go, not adding on. You get it by forgiving. God causing you to forgive because you can't even make yourself forgive. Just think of oh, how many times you said, I'm sorry, I forgive you. Something else come along, you're back into unforgiveness. Once you forgive, there's no more having to go back into unforgiveness. You're born away from it. All right? Yes, sir.
7: You know I was trying to fix this um, machine earlier in the week and uh, I had been at it three times it wasn't being fixed so I went and got the manual you know printed it out and was going to study it it was a thick little manual maybe 50-60 pages but it worked out so that instead of that I was just up there and just observing you know how it operates and, and I let it I let the observate, my observation actually um, gave me the answer, you know, yeah. to get it fixed. And I didn't have to, you know, study through that whole manual.
0: Everything is done in stillness, not overreaction. Yeah. All you do when you react to things, you confuse the issue. You bring conflict to the issue. But if you could just stay still through it then it resolves itself. You see what to do next. And it's not in the mind that you see it. It is revealed to you that you see it. But you've got to commit. You don't have to. You can just suffer, and the loving Father will let you suffer. But you've got to seek first the kingdom of God in his right way and all be it. You've got to put that first. You can't halfway do it, sometimes do it, or, oh, I'll do it while I'm driving to work. You've got to get up off your bus early in the morning. God said, get up early and see him. Get up early and have that time with him because there will come a time where you will pray without ceasing. During the day, when you're, you know, faced with challenges and things, you're going to grow into uh, the mind of God so even during the day, you can see what's going on, when pressure is there. But he's with us, folks. He loves us, he's with us, he's everywhere, he's now, he's not when you die, even though he is when you die, but he's with us now. He sent Christ so he could be with us now. If God had wanted us to just wait until after we die, why send Christ now? Let us suffer and die, we'll die sooner rather than later. And you know? uh who did I see? Oh, yes, sir
8: happened uh, earlier this week to help me out, and that was that uh, I was uh, talking with you, Jesse, and, and some, some friends, and I just kind of observed something about the way that you were dealing with the people, and uh, it was just really interesting to me because you were dealing with them just on the spot, and it was clear there was no time for Thought, reflection or whatever in terms of how you were going to answer or whatever it was right there and um, I mentioned it to you later but I also found myself acting more like that uh, you know later in this week in other words the things that come up I wouldn't be going into the the memory bank or the what I remembered or what I read or whatever because that's the way when, you know, you talked about thinking on these things. We, we did, a, a, I think you did a talk called Think on These Things a while back. And, you know, that can be the trap to, you know, think about God, think about goodness, think about this and that. And you have all these rules, uh, yeah. good, good rules in your head about how to do stuff. So that's kind of the way I lived for many years, just with lots of rules, trying to keep guidelines on my behavior. Um, but obviously that's not the way it works and it, it can't work that way. Yeah. If you're free, you just live in what you see right now. It's here. There it is.
0: You right. cannot keep the rules of yourself. You can't do it. People who have been trying to keep the rules are not doing it and the proof is their children are messed up. They may hide behind closed doors and be all holy and act like they keep the rules. Look how messed up the children are even out on the battlefield with conservative Christians fighting for the country, fighting for families, their children don't show up to the rallies. Their kids don't show up for the most part to the conferences of Christians and conservatives because behind closed doors, those parents are not living right. They don't have love. They don't have patience. They're fighting with one another. They're angry, all in the name of of Jesus And then they're making their kids, become, causing their kids to become like them. And the kids are like, I don't want anything to do with it. And the kids go off to school, to these, you know, public schools. And the schools, it's easy for them to seduce the kids because the parents have already turned them away from them. You know, they know the Constitution. They know the Bill of Rights. But they're screwing up their kids' lives because those things have taken the place of God instead of love and being guided by God. When I go out to speak now, I tell folks, you know, if we are children of God, we're not supposed to have fear and doubt and worry and anger. We're supposed to have the power and authority to conquer, to be winners, to save, to bring love, and the folks don't have it because they, they've been miseducated about it. They want it. They mean well. That's why they're fighting for these things, but they're not fighting with the power of love with the power of God. They're very judgmental, and that stuff is driving them nuts. None of the battles that I fight in causes me to stay up at night because I realize it's not me that's fighting, it's God fighting through me. I can't win these battles on myself. You know, I can't, you can't, we're fighting against evil. It's good versus evil, right versus wrong, and it's a spiritual thing and everything we do in life is spiritual. Everything you do is spiritual. That's why God wants us to wake up and become spiritual. And here's, in, in closing, here's how you, I recommend. Um, for 25 years now, when I pray, I just be still and know now. And you know, I used to pray the other prayer, and I'm not telling you not to, it's up to you, but I'd be still and allow God to show me because he'd shown me, he'd caused me to enter into the kingdom of heaven with them, be guided by what is right. So now I'm committed to that. And I wait on him to show me what to do. And he will reveal things to you. He will show you what to do, what to say. He will let you see if you're getting mad or whatever. You know, he will let you see you so you can become the shining light. And it's in all of us to become that way. But you've got to put him first. I'm up every morning at 4 a.m. Because he said get up early. And sometimes when I go to bed late, and I wake up at 4, I'm like, oh, my God, I don't want to get up. That's in one winter months. My body don't want to get up, and my mind trying to convince me not to get up. But I know better now, so I look forward to getting up and doing it. My body doesn't always feel that way, but my spirit want it. I want that relationship with God more so than anybody, anybody else or anything. I've always said growing up, I wanted to know what it is to live a life as the son of God. Because all my life I heard that we're children of God, and his ways are different than what we have. We are his children. And as a kid, I wanted that. What is it like to live that way? Because I don't feel it. Now, I'm still doing this and doing that. It is possible, folks, but you got to commit to prayer. you got to take your eyes off off other people, not hold grudges. Now that doesn't mean if you see something that's wrong that you don't deal with it, but don't hate. Don't judge your fellow man because they cannot help themselves, just like we can't help ourselves. They literally can't help it, so when you are born again into that, you clearly see that your whatever enemy or friends or family members, they can't help it. If they could do better, they would. Just as if I could do better, I would. And that's what life is. And things start to change. Why are y'all looking so crazy? That makes sense? Yes. So you and don't wait on somebody else to do it. You gotta do it. It's all on your husband, your wife, your kids, your daddy, your mama. Nobody can do it for you. You got to go to him, and nobody is responsible for your mess-ups. You get mad, that's your fault. It ain't my fault. That ain't nobody else's fault. But people quit your blame. You made me mad. You did this. If you had done this or said this, I wouldn't be mad or whatever, right? No, I didn't make you mad. You already a mad person. <laughs> you are already a person with doubt. I can't make you doubt. You already have doubt. Because once you get into belief, nobody can make you doubt. When you said this, and it made me doubt myself. No, I didn't. You already had doubt. So it's you. It's all you. Everything has been put in place. There's another reality another way to live. Just think about it. And stay off the medication. The antidepressant drugs and whatever it is you're using to escape. It's time to wake up and live because we're losing families, friends, and country. The enemy is winning. And all we're doing is talking about it and judging it, but we're doing nothing to turn it around. We can turn it around. But it's got to start with us first. All right. So I recommend that you get up in the morning and have your prayer. Put that first. And then if Satan tell you, oh, you're not sincere about it, you're just doing it because Jesse said it, let him tell you whatever you want. You get up and do it. God knows your heart. And God will call you to forgive, and that's what repentance is, and then you can enter into that kingdom and you can start living. And the world around you will look crazy, but you'll have compassion for it but yet you have the fight because you have the power. All right? Don't hold grudges. I need your and uh, offering. Uh, the um, Go to the website, bondinfo.org, or call 1-800-411-BOND, 800-411-2663, in order to make a, a donation to BOND. Also, don't forget our BOND Leadership Academy for Boys. Our private school, we're trying to help these guys, and we need your support, folks. But it's time to wake up, folks. The enemy is winning. All right? And don't be afraid. God is with us. He's with us already right now. And fear is not of God. If you love somebody so much that you can't be honest with them, let them go. If you love your alcohol more than you love what's right, let your alcohol go. A little wine once in a while. But don't drink too much wine because you become an alcoholic. (laughs) You notice how wine made people alcoholics? I think because it tastes so good. (laughs) All right, folks, thank you for tuning in. and uh, I do appreciate it. And just we got to wake up right now, folks. We still have a chance. We don't have to wait for Jesus to come back. Jesus is already here with us. And we already have the power and authority. And when you're out there this week, stop judging, but speak up. Stop judging, but speak up. And be kind one to another. Thank you, and thank you guys for being here.
8: For more information, to purchase a copy of this program, or to make a donation, visit us on the web at bondinfo.org or call 1-800-411-2663. That's 1-800-411-BOND.
3: You're already home